And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary. How you doing? What's up, everybody? Oh, it's all grand. Uh, This week (laughs) we are back to cover The Office, Season 7, Episodes 15 and 16, The Search, and what's the second one? PDA. Yeah, PDA. So uh, before we jump into these episodes, however, Mayor Bear, uh, you're going to tell everybody what we covered last week. Absolutely, Kev. So guys, last week we covered episode 13, Ultimatum, where basically the women of the office convinced Holly, your relationship is shit if he's not committed, (laughs) so you should give him an ultimatum that uh, he should propose to you by the end of the year. Or you're going to dump him. I feel like AJ might have been a nice guy, but, like, Holly fell into peer pressure. Oh, my God. So bad. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Like, because even Kelly, at one point, she's like, well, I mean, you want kids, right? Because you're, like, almost 40. You're old. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Pam was trying to be a positive influence on the office, as she as she often does. Mm-hmm. Try to be positive. And she wanted to create a um, uh, resolution board. I couldn't yeah. think of the word. Resolutions board. Uh, which then Andy and Dwight decide to find a loose woman <laughs> for them um, as their uh, resolution resolutions. to fuck a woman. Yeah, to fuck a loose woman. Yeah, and uh, Daryl wants to read more, so that takes them to the bookstore to pick up women. To pick up women, and for Daryl to actually get a book. Uh, and grandma, Dwight, nasty grandma porn too. Yeah, gilf porn. Dwight. Uh, then they go to a roller skating rink because the bookstore didn't work out for any of them. Dwight wanders over to Temptations he doesn't on Monday wander. afternoon. No, he skates. He rollerblades over to Temptations. With knee pads. Yeah. You can't unsee that shit, man. <laughs> you just can't. But uh, overall, it was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. And Aaron totally uh, upstaged Creed doing his cartwheel. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I love it. Um, and then we move on to episode 14, The Seminar, where Andy, in a ploy to get actual sales, because he's... Sucks. Literally doing worse than Madge, and, a warehouse and Hito. worker in Hide. Hide. Um, <laughs> he decides to have a small business seminar and have the salesmen uh, like do little parts of it. Jim immediately bails on him because um, he saw see. a grade school person who he had a fight with. Yeah, uh, and then Dwight, Phyllis, and Stanley all bail on him. So he brings in um, Kevin as a warm-up guy who runs around the room and throws up. <laughs> Kelly, the business bitch. And then, um, Creed. Creed. <laughs> Extraordinaire, uh, Two eyes, two ears, a chin, a mouth, ten fingers, two nipples, a butt, two kneecaps, a penis. And that's, that sums that's up it. Creed. That's yeah. about all of it. But, um, it ends up, and then Michael and Holly do, like, uh, Michael's like, I'm the plant, so I'm gonna be a Greek guy named Mykonos. And then Holly plays along, and she's his wife, and they're the They have fun, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, they prep for the seminar for literally the entire day and show up at the end. Which is kind of, if I was somebody in that seminar, I'd be like, who's this guy who just walks in? Yeah, who the fuck is this Greek guy who came in in the last closing? That was weak. Oh, and um, Aaron, Pam, and Oscar play Words with Friends with Gabe for Aaron's, on Aaron's behest, and she's still a moron. Yeah. And Oscar gets Oscar has apoplexy. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what you guys missed. Yeah. All right. So let's do this. Uh, This week we're going to start off with episode 15, The Search. And we start off with what is, I can only describe as one of the worst cold opens we've ever had. (laughs) Because this one is just stupid. Ryan and Kelly enter and announce that they're getting a divorce. Yes. Everyone's confused. Why? When were they married? Yeah. 
And, like, they say, oh, we got drunk in the Poconos last week and just decided to get divorced this week. Or, no, yeah, th- this no, week. No, they were drunk last week and got, got married. married. And they this week the they were in the Poconos and decided yeah. to get divorced. And that's, like, it, then, like, Ryan does the Brad Pitt thing yeah. where he's like, oh, if, uh, if gay people can't get married, we don't want to get married. And Oscar's like, I talked to the other gay guys. They said you can get married. It's cool. Yeah. Like, that was the best part of it was but, Oscar. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> then they're, like, trying to get people to take sides and nobody cares. Yeah. Terrible cold open because I just don't like Ryan. It wasn't basically. the strongest. No, was, Oscar was a spot. It was just like stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, Jim and Mike are heading out to do a sale together. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminds one of the koi pond. <laughs> uh, Mike tells Holly that they belong together. She, he's like in the Yo, back talking. Yeah, to her. he's just and like, he's like again kind of rapey. Like, hey, come on, we're going to date each other. And she's like, why do you think I'm just going to date guys I work with? Like, I just got out of a relationship. He's like, oh, we're going to end up together. Come on, like. He's like, oh, butthurt about it. aggressive. Very aggressive. So Jim tells Pam, Pam before he leaves uh, that he has a surprise at the fridge for her, basically. Mm-hmm. He took her art project, or something, a doodle her she doodle. did, yes. and he made it into art. Uh, then we get a talking head of Aaron, where she is the, hi- the hero here. Amazing. And says, Holly is ruining Michael's life. Her personality is a three. Her sense of humor is a two. Her ears are a seven and a four. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I just don't get it. She's like a 16, and he treats her like a 40. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Uh, so Mike and Jim make the sale, and they're driving back. And Mike's just being like a pissy bitch. Yo, he's throwing a tantrum. Like, uh, uh, meh, meh. I don't want to talk about your life. Meh, meh. So, Have uh, sex after the baby, Jim. Yeah, so like, then he has to take a pee. So Jim pulls over at a gas station. As Michael is inside, Jim gets a call from Helene, Pam's mom, Granny. Mm-hmm. And uh, she locked her baby in the car by accident. No. On the way to the doctor's because yeah. she has a fever. Yeah, so Jim, like, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. And he goes and he bangs on the door. Yeah. Michael doesn't answer for Not whatever at all. reason. Like, you'd think he was, like, fucking passed yeah. out on the floor in there. So he tells Pam's mom, he's like, I'm on my way. He asks a random guy who's pumping gas. Who's he... in a jumpsuit at a gas station. <laughs> a... Who's in, like, a mechanic's yeah. jumpsuit. Like Andy when he was Pat during the Mafia yeah. episode. By the way, the day of this recording, happy birthday, Angelo Grotti. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Mike doesn't answer. Jim takes off but asks the guy at the pump, oh, when he comes out, tell him to call the office. There was an emergency. Yeah. The guy waits for one second and then just leaves. Yeah, he's like, whatever. And Michael comes out of the bathroom just confused. Just like, Jim left. What? Uh, so Jim calls Pam and explains the situation, but he has CC and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And he asks Pam to send somebody to the gas station on Bennett. Is it? Yeah. I, no, mm. no, nothing. No, no, no Scranton Street. I got nothing for that. <laughs> uh, to send somebody to the gas station because he has Mike's keys, or a wallet and phone in his yeah. car. So we see Mike with the gas station uh, clerk trying to get him to like let him use the phone. And the guy's like, yo, your boy ditched you. Like That guy just left. And yeah. Michael's like, no, he wouldn't just do that. So the guy's like, here's the phone. But of course, Michael in his cell phone age doesn't know a number. So he, You don't have any of my numbers program. He can't make a call anyway. So that's when he does a talking head where he's like going to walk. Yeah. Now, this is a question I have here. Now, I know that this is done as... It's a comedy show. However, it's done in the style of the cameras are there at all times. And Michael's talking to the cameraman. Mm-hmm. Like, the camera guy doesn't have to help Michael. They keep it like, okay, yeah. you're a real puzzle. But he can't just say... There was an emergency, like, that's what happened. Like, that just seems, like, extra. Yeah. Instead, Michael Michael basically is an Alzheimer's patient in this episode. Am I wrong? Remember when Uncle Albert yeah. at Phyllis's wedding? That's Michael in this episode. The Knicks, that was a team. The puppy who lost his way. Aww. Like, that's Michael in this episode. So, 
Um, back at the, back office. at the office. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly is going to go get Mike, <laughs> but then Aaron and Dwight are like going as well. And it, it's important that they got these three, I think. But I love Dwight. <laughs> oh, what's Dw- Dwight says something really misogynist, right? Um, Holly's like, no, I'll be fine on my own. And Aaron's like, I'll go with you. And she's like, no, I'll be good. And Dwight goes, oh, great. Let's send the space orphan and Princess Nikum poop to go get him. <laughs> the space orphan. <laughs> and I also love the fact that Dwight says, Aaron, you're driving. I have fox meat in yeah. my car. <laughs> so awesome. The space orphan. That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> But the, I, I like that the, it's these three. Yeah, it's Michael's best dynamic. friend, his daughter. Secretary daughter. Well, what, what's yeah. the word? Uh, surrogate daughter, surrogate I guess. Daughter, yeah. And his love. Yes. So Pam finds the sketch that Jim left on the fridge. fridge and it's like a printer from Saber, but mm-hmm. she like anthropomorphized she made, like, a character. it. Yeah, like the brave yeah. little toaster. Yeah. And But people like wrote captions on it and like funny sayings and shit. So she like loves it, and she takes it out. And she's like, guys, I love this. But, like, if I knew you wanted to do this, I'd like have like a competition or whatever. Yeah. But Gabe is like there, and he's kind of getting bent out of shape because they're mocking saber products. Oh, hardcore. Yeah. So everybody wants to do it, but like he's all uneasy. Like you could, say, he doesn't like say anything directly, but he's just like, ah, humming ah, humming He's uncomfortable. Yeah. So Aaron and Dwight ask the clerk at the gas station about Mike, <laughs> about Mike, where he's gone, <laughs> and Dwight describes his facial type as marsupial. <laughs> Which I never considered until just now, but like, yeah, it's like a ferret face. Yeah. Uh, Holly doesn't think he went back to the office, and what Dwight's like, why? The office is that way. Why don't he? She goes, well, there's a bakery right there. I think he'd walk by it just for the smell of it. Just for the smell of it. And the gas station attendant's like, yeah, he went that way. So that's that's the beginning. Just amazing. Just for the smell of it. (laughs) Do people actually walk by bakeries just for the smell of it? Yes. Oh yes. Especially Uh, like in the morning, if it's like a fresh break, fresh fresh break. Bread. Fresh I can't baked speak. bread. Fresh baked bread. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, Mike. Oh, oh good. <laughs> Sorry. No, I just have a comment. I said Holly is like the Rain Man for Michael. Oh, she totally is this episode. <laughs> That's the whole thing, and she doesn't believe it either until the yeah. end. So Mike enters a pet store and starts talking to puppies and parrots about Holly. Basically, <laughs> uh, in the car we see Dwight calls Pam. Then there's no word from Michael at the office, mm-hmm. and Dwight will pick up paper towels and chocolate syrup for ice cream. <laughs> Uh, Pam presents a drawing of two dogs on an island mm-hmm. for everybody. Like palm tree. Yeah. And Gabe, Gabe shuts it down and he institutes ground rules that they are not to be insults toward the company, no pop culture references because some people might not get them, <laughs> and use sticky quips, which are like. Sabres. Sabres post it post-it notes. notes. They look like uh, bubbles in yeah, the, the comic like a, strip. Yeah. And Oscar and everyone kind of subtly agree to meet on the instant messenger. Yeah. And they're going to share their quips that way. So, Michael now stops for a hot dog, and he tries Wait, to... You missed the best what part I miss? of, the what did pe- I miss? of the pet store. What did I miss? When Michael goes up to the snakes and goes, You are disgusting. You'll never find love. Ugh. Ugh. This, Ugh. Is a, it's got, it, this part, I don't know why, it just took me back to Pee-wee's big adventure. At the end when he's, like, saving all the animals from the fire <laughs> and shit. Like, I feel, like Michael going around, because, like, he's yeah. saving the snake for last. Yeah. So he's now trying to get a hot dog, and he's got trying to pawn his watch off because he doesn't have his wallet, and the guy won't give him one. So then Mike turns around and he sees a sign for mm-hmm. Mr. Chu's Chinese Palace or something. Mm-hmm. So now the three, Aaron, Dwight, and Holly, are at a mini mart. Dwight's getting the paper towels and uh, fudge, I guess. Yeah. And he sees Holly. There's a tent on the side. Holly's changing her cell phone plan. Yep. And she gets. She goes. Oh, I'll have my free stress ball now. And the lady gives it to her and goes, oh, there you go, Miss Fanny Smells More. And Holly's like, what? Like, yeah. 
And that's when Dwight takes it, and he's like... Well, she goes, oh, you and Orville Tutenbacher. And that's when Aaron and Dwight are like, that's Michael's character, his millionaire character who farts popcorn. (laughs) And, like, that's when Dwight and Aaron realize that Holly understands Michael's way of thinking. And that she's, you know, yeah, she, like, is connected to him. So then Holly is looking at a bench... For Mr. Chews, it's like a bench ad. And she goes, are their egg rolls really that big? And it's like, that's right out of Michael's mouth. Like, is the egg roll really as big as that bench? So, Mike, we see at Mr. Chews. He's yep. eating. And he has no money. And he, he's like going he to Dine and Dash. Yeah, yeah, he's going to Dine and Dash. But he comes back in and cops that he doesn't have money. And the waiter is like... You, you ate so much. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. And Michael claims he did the right thing, and the guy's like, no, you didn't. Like, you tried to, like, you, you did, you're not going to pay for all the food you ate. So and then the guy calls for Mr. Chu before, before Michael can leave. And basically this guy steps behind Michael, and the only way I can describe him is, uh, like, Asian Clemenza from The Godfather. Oh, my God. This beefy dude who's, like, looks like an ex-sumo. Dude, <laughs> Like, oh opened a God. restaurant. <laughs> That's amazing. So, the... Th- Clemenza. Moments later, we see the three arrive at the Chinese restaurant. Dwight is condescending to the waiter as if he doesn't oh. speak English. And they they see Michael's pick on the wall. It's a Polaroid of Michael on the wall holding a sign that says, Thief. <laughs> and they, they shamed him. So... You know, Aaron says Holly knew that he was he was here, and Holly's like, "No, I, what are you talking about?" Dwight asked if I wanted an egg roll. Yeah, and that's when the waiter's like, "Oh, he went downtown because Dwight like is acting out, like running." He's like, "Where did our friend go?" He's speaking slow. Oh, so awful. But as they're leaving, going downtown, we see a photo <laughs> on the wall with all the others, and it's Creed yep. Thief. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense. Yes. So Gabe is miffed that no one is putting up captions on the big drawing in the room. And Daryl tells him that he crushed their spirits. Mm-hmm. And a message is sent out. You can hear the, f- the computer go ding, 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 yep. or whatever, like that noise. <laughs> and everybody starts laughing. And Gabe catches Phyllis's uh, box. She's the only one who couldn't She couldn't it close down. it. So he prints out the chat. And uh, as he turns around to leave, he has sticky quips all over his back. <laughs> and one just says, I'm a douche. <laughs> and has like four O's. Yes, it reminded me of Jim, Pete. Yeah, Jim's brother said it. Douche. <laughs> um, so Michael now disappears down an alley and the camera doesn't catch him. Mm-hmm. He just disappears like fucking Batman with Vicky Vale. <laughs> uh, Gabe is reading captions now from the chat. And he's like questioning them. <laughs> and then he like tries one and he sucks. He's terrible. Then he reads one. Oscar goes, tasteless, game. Yeah, tasteless. And Kevin, tasteless. So he reads one, of like from the dog's point of view. Is that Gabe? Did Gabe yeah. lose a lot of weight or is that just a skinny tree? Let's piss, it on, piss, piss on, on it, it anyway. anyway. <laughs> and, and like everybody's like, oh, who came up with that? Oh, and nobody answers. And then we get a talking head of Angela where she's like, it, it's really easy once I realized I wanted the dog to piss on Gabe. <laughs> uh, so... Dwight and Aaron are now treating Holly like a hunting dog, oh my like a God. bloodhound. And I love Dwight. Is there a clown you want to follow? <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, is there a sparrow or something? Like, it's so ridiculous. A bird that's chirping in your so, ear. And that's when like Holly's like, let's go. I'm gonna go up high and look if I can see him down on the streets or yeah. whatever. And she, there's a big building. Looks like the Dallas Dallas uh, Book Depository. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes to that. Dwight is. Dwight, like, gets lost in his own thought about being in a submarine. They he goes, maybe Mike's bowling, and he takes off. And that's when Aaron realizes that, like, Holly knows him better, and she Mm -hmm. tails her, like, quietly from behind. And uh, we see Holly going up the the staircase, like... 
15. I was gonna say this is like bitch. this is like fucking Ghostbusters. Like <laughs> when they have to go up the big fucking building, and like Aaron's like always two stories below, like yeah. looking up at her. And uh, Holly gets to the roof, and Mike is there. And like at the same time, they're like, "Oh, I th- thought I could see Dunder Mifflin from up here." Oh. And he's like happy, and then surprised, and he tell then he just like, "I missed you." Yeah. And she says the same, and they kiss, and. It Aaron looks, yeah, Aaron sneaks up. around and she's like, she's smiling because she's like, maybe I was wrong about Holly. She does That's know us. Michael. Which, you know what, this is like a kick in the nuts to what I, do you remember last week when we ripped about how the depth of the connection, yeah, there. and like this week they're just like, oh, here it is. I, I wish it came <laughs> earlier, like, because they've been together for four fucking seasons yeah. or whatever, but we finally got it. Like, like, oh, by the way, they do have the same thought process yeah, and, and they, they're on the same wavelength. And they understand and, each other yeah. more than just what you see on the show yeah so um the Aaron smiles she's happy or whatever and we go back to the office yeah she has a stepmom now <laughs> don't <laughs> she still hates her she's the Cinderella of Dunder Mifflin <laughs> or an orphan t- well yeah because it wasn't it wasn't Cinderella's mom it was her evil stepmother yeah. right so yeah Cinderella, Cinderella was, an, was orphan. an orphan I never even considered that both her parents were dead so Gabe reads more of the uh, chat quotes and they're all ripping him and the one but banging his mom oh my god <laughs> and that was Phyllis because Phyllis is an evil bitch yo she really is she, I just love how she's like no not that one yeah she wants she's one. pushing him to get to hers and I will say Phyllis is the Ursula of the office the sea witch of the office because <laughs> she has been nothing but evil for the last like two seasons it's amazing and that's the episode so what'd you give this one bear I have this one a 3.4 3.8 it was really funny and I liked like the caption storyline and at finally seeing how connected Michael and Holly are. But there's just like no like Yeah, there's no punch. punch no, not at it. all. And like I, I like it that moved th- the story along well. I like that they got the cowardly lion, the scarecrow, and the tin yeah. man to go after Michael. Like <laughs> Dorothy. Yeah, no, Michael's Dorothy man. Dorothy, yeah. Yeah. And I if I had to say Aaron is the way. scarecrow, Dwight is the tin man, and Holly is the lion. She ba- She has the, the courage. courage. She had the courage. Aaron doesn't have a brain, brain. and Dwight, well, Dwight has no heart. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, it all works. Because if he had a heart, if he had a a heart, he would have known Michael better. Yeah. Instead, he's all, like, logical and shit. So, that's just my own drawn conclusion. couldn't find her way home. Exactly. So, ha! Look at that. That's depth and substance, ladies and gentlemen. Um... The stupid cold open. I hated that. Sometimes the cold open can add a lot. Like, we had those yeah. ones a few weeks ago with Toby. Yeah. Where, like, Toby was in, like, three of them in a row, and they were fucking or great. Or even Ricky Gervais in the Yeah, the Ricky one. Gervais one yeah. was great. And, like, this one was just like, ugh. Uh, uh, no Jim again in this episode. Yeah, very. He, it was only in the very beginning. John Krasinski must have been filming a movie, uh, yeah, I presume. Yeah, he had to have been. Um, Either that or Emily Blunt was like... John, you need to come here. Yeah, she, she is British, isn't she? Is she is British. Was, what, I'm trying to think of a movie. Was she in a movie with Mary Tom Cruise? Poppins. Yeah, The Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. That was really good, good actually. Not as good as Oblivion, that's, though. That's one of my husband's favorite movies, Ob- Edge of Tomorrow. Really? Fucking love As far movie. as like Tom Cruise like sci-fi goes, I think Oblivion's better. Oblivion's awesome. I have never awesome. seen Oblivion. Oh, that one's money. And Morgan Freeman shows up and explains the plot at towards <laughs> the end of the movie. It's fucking great. I think great. that's what we need for every Tom Cruise movie. Oh, that movie. Morgan Freeman to pop oh. in and explain it to it's so that movie is like fucking underrated. I, maybe huh. one day we'll talk about that on here. We'll cover right, that movie. Maybe, but I really enjoyed Edge of Tomorrow, though. It's a good movie. Good movie. Yeah. So this episode was good. I think yeah. we both liked it, but we didn't oh, love yeah. it. But uh, I, I really enjoyed it, and it's above average. Yeah, it I, just didn't have like that punch. Yeah, it didn't have like it didn't have a next gear. 
Kind of like the whole thing was the search, and then they found him. And then the other one, they just like... Gabe is like the punching bag for the office. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of funny. But I mean, 3.8. and the, yeah. I guess this will tell you how strong season 7 is. 3.8 seems disappointing. Yeah. Because everything else has been so good. Exactly. But like overall, I really like this episode. So. Yeah. No, same. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, No, not for this one, dude. All right. So this one, this next one we're going to do is episode 16, PDA. But before we get there, Mary, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? Absolutely, Kev. So, guys, you can always find us on Twitter. We like to keep it funky fresh over there. Post our favorite screen A lot grabs. of stuff lately. Christopher Walken and Joe Bennett. Yes. <laughs> um, Michael Scott talking about how 2020 is like the worst year ever. Um, maybe I put those words in his mouth. It's fine. But, yeah, no, uh, we like to post our favorite screen grabs on occasion of a uh, clip of the show. Um, I think Kevin likes to comment on a lot of wrestling stuff. On and our... sports and yeah. other things. Well, the sports have exactly A guy was talking about the killers right the other now. day. I had to tell him. That oh, love the killers. What the, he because his oh god, what did he say? He oh he said Spaceman was the most Space underrated a, killer song. I I think there's a more the, one that's more underrated. Which one? This river is wild. I don't think that that's an underrated song. I do. It's not even a single. Nobody no. lo- nobody talks about that song. Spaceman had a video where they wore feathers and all. shit. <laughs> I, I love I the killers too. Just was on a killers listening spree like. Yesterday, I've been listening to I a lot of. I went through like every album. <laughs> oh, the yesterday. Killers are great. Hot Fuss, very good. Sam's Hot Fuss Island. was one that I liked when it came out, and then I hated it for some reason. Mm-hmm. But like, I came back around, man. Midnight Show on top, <sighs> so good. Andy, you're a star is kind of weak, but I good. like Andy, you're a star. It's good, it's great. But day and age is day and age has like hit and misses. It's so hard for me because I feel like I like Neon Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I well, no, day and age has. Uh, Neon Tiger. Losing Touch. Human. Spaceman. Dustland Fairy Tale. This is your life. I can't stay. Like, the world we live in. Like, it has... It's hard because... It's not great. Oh, I love it. It's good, but I don't think it's as good as Samstown or Hot Fuss. I really like Battleborn, too. Battleborn's okay in small doses. Oh, what was the, the last... Oh, Wonderful, Wonderful is Trash. And everybody I know who's a Killers fan agrees that okay they have spe- there's certain songs on there that are are bangers. There's two good will. songs. There's Run two for good- cover. Run for cover and Douglas versus Tyson. I knew you were gonna do that. Those but are the I only like two. The man, like the man is like no for the man when is I'm garbage. Funky. No that that's garbage. No the man is for when I'm feeling funky. Our brother Oz is always like. Hey guys, Rut's good. Yeah, no, you're Rut, like, you're like, like dude, Rut. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know where, do you, where you came from. He us. must have been going through like a fucking crisis of faith <laughs> or something, because that song is just tosh. It's yeah. tosh. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Kevin talks music. <laughs> yeah, I love I love music. I love but talking music. You can always find us. That Twitter handle is at Brosis Podcast, or you can send us long form feedback at our email, brother sister rewatch at gmail dot com. Again, we like uh, you know we. We talk about a variety of topics, not just The Office, so Yeesh. hit us up and uh, we'll definitely interact. Mm-hmm. Kevin, why don't you tell them where they can find the cast? You can find us wherever you're listening to us right now. Uh, most all, We're on almost every uh, podcatcher from what I understand, because I should probably do some more research into the show that we do. But, yeah. But uh, also you can find us each and every Monday morning on the Jenny Position podcast feed. Subscribe today where you can listen to us and other great shows such as Talk and Pop, Laughing, or not laughing, excuse me, Freak Out Driving, yeah. uh, Journey Through Infinity, Geek and Sassy, and more. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, subscribe there, and you'll thank us later. 
Absolutely. So I guess that brings us to PDA. Yes. Now, now you've got me thinking. This river is wild. Maybe I just oh, love so it good. so much like, I don't, that I don't think it's underrated because I love, like, that's no, one of I, my, like... I think if you talk to a person, like, you go out on the street and, like, the person who listens to Top 40 Radio, and you say, like, what's your favorite killer song? So they'll be like, oh, Mr. God. Brightside, yeah. I like, uh, you know... Somebody told me. Somebody told me. I like, uh, you know, that... That oh, one with Jesus. the alien in the video. What's it? Um, God. Can you read my mind? That's a great yeah, song, by the way. That is a great song. Or like too. the uh, like the newer shit. They'll be like, oh, Run for Cover is good. Thing like Jesus. Just another girl. Awesome song. Yeah. But like they don't know the deep. You like have the... to like yeah. You have to like listen and God. There's only one killer song that I absolutely don't like, and it's Uncle Johnny, which is the lead into this river is wild. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, my friend loves it. He we we. For fucking 15 years, we have butted heads on that fucking album. <laughs> See, I like but, that song, too. Oh, I, I, I mean, it. it's not one that I can, like, listen to and it, like, gets me pumped up. But it's also, like, not one that I skip, I guess. The, the thing with The Killers is that sometimes a, a very... Like, if you're going to listen to front to back an album, like, yeah. on your... You know, if you download it or YouTube playlist, whatever you do. Like, the construction of how the songs fit together and flow is very important. Yes. And that's the thing with Hot Fuss is that it works very well. They mm-hmm. killed it. And then Samstown, I think, is like a modern marvel. Masterpiece. Of, yeah, it, it is like when people like talk about great albums, they talk, oh, Dark Side of the Moon or the, the fucking Beatles Revolver and mm-hmm. shit like that. Uh, I think Samstown actually belongs in that discussion. Yeah. I know that's like heavy for some people to even wrap their head around, but it's that good. Yeah, it, it really is. I would actually say an underrated one that should be put in there as well is uh, Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. I think that is a... That is a masterpiece. Like, And, and the thing is... like front, From front to back. Yeah, when you listen to an album total in totality, I think a big thing is, like, can you put yourself at a place in time when you first heard it? I remember the mid-90s, man. I don't know if there's an album that encapsulates the 90s. Like, because, like, this... Oh, it's so true, no, though. The 90s started off with, like, hair metal, and then it went to grunge, and then you had, like, that... The ska that, movement. That happy shit in the middle, like... Yeah. Um, Gin Blossoms and the Spin Doctors yeah. and Blues Traveler. Blind Melon. Blind Melon. Like, you had all that shit. And then you had, like, Punk kind of had a revival. Mm-hmm. And then you you ended it with, like, New Metal and Corn and Limp Biscuit and Rob oh. Zombie and all Kid that. Kid Rock. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, like, all that shit. And boy bands, <laughs> lest yeah. we forget. So, like, but, like, when you think of, like, it, it, I mean, 90 also had Tupac, Biggie. Yeah. Uh, Puffy. Like, you. Yeah, 90s were rap, good, Yeah, man. rap and R&B, like, TLC. Uh, Salt and Pepper, like there was shit like Mommy, all over the place. Brandy. Yeah, there was shit like music was diverse. Yeah, and like for some reason, I always go back to Tragic Kingdom as like the epitome of '90s music. It's because like, it kind of wraps a lot of shit. Yeah, because it captures like the angst, but also the good feelings. Mm-hmm. And the music is like upbeat, like you were. For, yeah, it, <laughs> I don't know. Like I think Mad- Tragic Kingdom is like an excellent album. Yeah, but we. Uh, I'm sorry. We got off topic. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay, guys. Yeah. Sorry about that. Maybe we'll do a music podcast. No, no. On the side. After this office <laughs> thing, we'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. But we're gonna jump right into season seven, episode sixteen, PDA. So our cold open. Uh, Daryl is in his office and he's kind of somber and <laughs> Pam walks in and she, she's like, Daryl, I'm so, we're so sorry to hear about your grandmother passing. And she's like, you know, when you're ready, we got you a con- like a condolences card mm-hmm. and Daryl reads it. And <clears throat> these are some of the things that are in it. Congrats, Daryl. Let's get wasted. <laughs> oh yeah. Party time. Whoop, whoop. whoop. <laughs> Time to celebrate. You deserve this. And she goes, some people may have thought it was a birthday card. <laughs> At that point, um, Andy and Daryl. No, show Dwight. Up, or Dwight, sorry. Show up in the doorway. 
Dwight is when, holding a cupcake with a candle in it. They're having at. yeah, they have party at. They have like the noisemakers. Andy comes in. They're both just like happy birthday. Andy comes in and starts giving him birthday punches. And as he's going, you just see Daryl's face get zoomed in, and there's like just one single tear like, coming out of his like head. that old commercial in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. The, the pollution on the side of the road, and the Native American like has the tear in his yeah. eye. That's exactly what it is. And Pam is like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the funniest part about this, this just happened to our brother. He was telling us the story the other night. Oh, I wasn't he was, here. Okay, so our brother was telling us the story where he was changing, um, he was transferring work. And they got him a card, and one girl wrote in there, she thought it was his birthday. Oh. And she's like, happy birthday, Dan! <laughs> Dan, I'm sorry I used your name. He doesn't like that. But, uh, yeah, so that was a whole thing. <laughs> It's amazing. So, guys, it's people the really do it. Yeah. The importance of reading what you're signing. Yeah, like when it says, like, sorry about your dead grandma. <laughs> like, woo, woo. <laughs> I just, time to celebrate. You deserve this. <laughs> yeah, the way he says it. This day comes by once in a lifetime. He's, he's so sad. <laughs> All right, that's a great fucking cold open. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was awesome. Way. That made up for the Four last one. Four people, and it's a great fucking cold open. All right, guys, so it's Valentine's Day. Um, Andy's talking about how he has a date with a girl named Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a reservation at Blue Wasabi. Yep. That was an actual legit yeah. restaurant Closed in the recently. Dixon City uh, area. Now it's an oral surgeon's office. Well, it, it wasn't also... It, they moved, actually, to another location, oh. and they closed again. <laughs> oh. That place was popping, though. Yeah, it was. All right, so then uh, we see Michael and Holly, like... One week together now. One week and that's it. There's tongue. There's, there's tongue. Touching. There's kisses, and they're like, "All right, one more." He's doing, I love you. Oh, mm. He's doing everything but fingering her at this point. Like <laughs> oh it's God. disturbing. He's not groping her tits, though. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Well, at least there's that line that there's that line cro- that they don't cross. Just swapping fluids. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like they hug, and then they do this weird shuffle back to into his office, Michael's office, while they're still hugging. Presumably to grope and yeah, touch it's more. Just, it's, <laughs> It to quote Billy Bush, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> Billy Bush, it's gross. <laughs> so now mark. Gabe and Aaron, it's their Valentine's Day too, everybody. Aaron got flowers from Gabe, and if she finds out that there's a puzzle in the bottom of the flowers, and that she he's created like a treasure hunt for her. She calls it a scavenger hunt, which he decides to give everybody a definition for. You can tell just how he's tightly wound Gabe he's is. He's kind of like Oscar, like the actual yeah. yeah, 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 thousand percent. Um, and so Aaron has to do the treasure hunt in order to find her gift. Yeah. So now Oscar is in a meeting with Michael in the office and he's like clearing his throat quite often. Then it pans out and we see that Michael and Holly are working from the same desk and like they're caressing each other's hands. His left hand, her right hand are just like it's the the twining with each sex. other. Yeah, the hands like it's hand sex. When I was talking about fingering, like yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hand sex. That's yeah. the only way to describe it's disturbing. it. Disturbing. And Oscar is just like, what the fuck, Mike? And Michael's like, is there a problem? Do you need to go home? You're clearing your throat a lot. <laughs> yeah. So now Pam and Jim show up at, from a taxi ride. Yes. And you can tell they're a little, they're a little schlocked. They're buzzed for they, sure. They uh, definitely got the Phyllis and Bob Vance portion of Valentine's <laughs> Day from the last time. So they're a little bit tipsy. So now Erin enlists Andy's help to help her with the puzzle because apparently she can't do a fifth grade level jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim is like actually drunk. Yeah, he's, he's sitting at his yeah. desk and he's like, "I'll do the facts." you to now 
And, like, he can't even speak in, He's like, talking to a customer, yeah. sloshed, yeah. He can't even speak in complete sentences. So Dwight's like, oh, look, I'm Jim. I'm an idiot. I'll fax to you now. Like... I just pissed my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight was actually really funny. He here. was. And Jim, like, laughs at him and then writes out a Valentine's card to him. Yeah. And Dwight's like, that wasn't meant for me. You just filled that out now. My That's, favorite is I when... I will not be your Valentine. I was going to say, Dwight very seriously says, I will not be your Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> this is so great. So now Angela, um, is, well, everybody's in the break room meeting their lunch. I want to ask you a question about this. Okay. Go ahead. Angela brings up uh, the Mikey, Mikey. Mikey likey. Mike, <laughs> the Michael Holly um, PDA around mm. the office. And she's like, I'm so happy for them. But uh, does anybody else notice this? And everybody agrees, but they're all like so happy. That's for what them, I want to do. Okay. That's what I want to ask. What is that? Why I think is it, nobody they, wants to shit on the relationship because everybody was, like, so supportive of it. So nobody wants to shit on it because Michael's actually <clears throat> genuinely happy. But at the same time, them intertwining their bodies fully clothed in front of everybody mm-hmm. is in, extremely like, uncomfortable. Like, it's very bizarre how everyone goes out of their way yeah. to be like, I am so happy for them, I like them, but, like, they're, then they're just like, it's gross. It's gross. So I, Except for Kevin. Kevin says he enjoys, and everybody's like, no, 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 Kevin. He goes, can I finish? I enjoy watching them because it gets me horny. <laughs> he gets hot. And everybody's like, oh, my God. <laughs> But yeah, no, everybody goes out of their way to be like, we're so happy for them. Mm -hmm. Because I think everybody's waited, like, everybody has seen Michael go through. Carol, Jan, Donna, like... Because part of me, all Helene, these women. part of me was wondering if they were just doing that because the camera was there. Because sometimes they do that shit, you know? It's possible. It was, it was ambiguous. It is possible that they were just doing it to save face. Um, so now Aaron and Andy finish the puzzle... And she's like, oh my god, it's Gabe's boombox, which still has a fucking boombox. <laughs> and it has a sticky quip on it that says, find me. I do like that continuity. Yeah. And uh, Aaron makes Andy continue to help her. Because he's like, alright, well you have fun. Like Andy's just like, yo, he's this trying is to draw like a your line. romantic yeah. thing with Gabe. Like, I probably shouldn't be helping you. And she's like, no, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. all good. So she makes him come with her. So now, Gabe is talking to Oscar at his desk. Oh, my God. And he equates the sound effects of Michael and Holly kissing to Chinese water torture. <laughs> yeah. And then Michael and Holly go to her desk, and she sits down, and he literally starts lifting her shirt To up give her a massage. To give her a massage at her desk. And in a talking head with Mo- uh, Holly, she's like, I don't know what it is about him. He's just so sexy. He's like an, a primal animal. Everything he does is sexy. And he can fit his legs behind his head. Like, she says this, like, we should all be impressed by that. Yeah, like, she's going to toss a salad. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I um, love the montage. Well, though. that's just it. The montage is him, like, failing to throw food into his mouth and then bending over at the copier. <laughs> and then my personal favorite, sitting down next to the receptionist uh, desk with, like, that tub of Utz cheese It's literally like a barrel. Yeah. And then his entire, like, goatee area is just cheese It's all over his suit. And he looks like he's in a coma. He's just like, I ate too many. Like, one of those. (laughs) That's my favorite montage of her just being like, everything he does is so sexy. (laughs) So stupid. Um, So now Gabe is holding a conference room meeting on PDA, and Michael is literally sitting on Holly's lap. They're doing the whose land is in anyway thing where her arms are his arms. arms. Yeah, Yeah. they're coming out from under his thing. So now, I mean, Gabe is being very polite and he's like, Saber does allow office romances. 
And that's when Ryan and I forget somebody else, they're like, oh, yeah, well, then where's Aaron? And Sonny goes, and where's Andy? Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. And Gabe goes, I get it, I get it. Andy's slamming my girlfriend. <laughs> and so- I'm like, the way he said it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he just, like, plays it off like, oh, yeah, make jokes. She's fucking my girl. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> so then he moves on to PDAs, and Gabe uses Jim and Pam as a correct way to be in a relationship you wouldn't even know they're married they don't hug they don't kiss and they're just like nope we don't like still she's just like woo yeah because he's like look at jim and pam and she's like what (laughs) what do we do and she's like yawning the whole time she's like (laughs) like if you watch in the background her and jim are just like fucked up it's great it's actually it's endearing for once yeah so now um while all of that is happening the camera zooms in, and Michael's literally, like, rubbing Holly's leg. Oh, yeah. Underneath all of this. And, like, it's just weird. That, that's so when, then, like, Oscar, like, gets in, right? And he's like, are you guys listening? Well, not yet. Because oh, no. he's like, well, there's hugging. PDA is hugging and kissing. And, of course, there's Kevin going, like, boob honking. Yeah, booby honking. Butt honking. And he's like, all the honking. <laughs> and that's when Holly is, like literally eating michael's ear yeah and it's kind of that's hot. when oscar's <laughs> like are you guys listening like what's wrong with you and they finally realize oh they're talking about us uh-huh. so now um dwight lists everybody who has had sex i like how he has this documented on Dude. like his notepad and angela's mortified yeah. she's the first one on the list but i i think if i got it correctly everybody but pam jim and kevin were mentioned. was oscar mentioned I don't know. If I I'm, don't know. I don't think Oscar was okay. mentioned. So everybody but four people. Yeah, everybody else. Creed is even Stanley. Like, yeah. <laughs> Stanley slammed Stanley, at the office. Stanley, Phyllis, like, and she's just like, yeah, I did. Creed is like, fuck yeah. And I Kevin did. just goes, and Kevin, and they're like, who did you have sex with? He goes, she goes to a yeah. different school. <laughs> so awesome. Like he had that line for like thirty years. Oh, it's amazing. So now, um, let's see. Oh, Michael declares that three closets will be designated as hookup zones. One for each base, no homers, (laughs) and it's pro masturbation. I love how Holly, as PR or uh, HR rep, is like all like for it. (laughs) Oh my god! And then Michael, in a talking head, compares Dunder Mifflin to the Taliban. Well, he also, I think it's Dwight who asks what the what uh, the policy on masturbation is. Oh, it's pro masturbation. Yeah, Michael's pro masturbation, and Creed and Dwight are like, yeah, Yeah, (laughs) like they're gonna they're gonna go jerk off in a closet. Dear God, so awesome. So now, drunk Pam and Jim are like kind of like thrown around the idea of having sex in the office at first they're like no we would never that's gross yeah why would we i mean could you imagine being in a meeting and the only people that know that you had sex in that spot are you and him they start getting turned on yeah you can tell that they're starting to contemplate this so now um i said i uh actually put seem to warm up to the idea (laughs) so now aaron and andy find the boombox in Daryl's office. And annoy Daryl. They annoy Darryl. him for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then they play the song. And it's one of Gabe's soundscapes. On his on his yeah. synthesizer. And uh, he's singing, The Temp at Night, The Temp at Night, yeah. The Temp at Night. So now, <clears throat> Pam and... Oh, Daryl goes, Take that and get out of my office. Yeah, he's like, the Temp at Night, you got it. He lays down the wall. Yeah. So now Pam and Jim um, are going... So we remember yeah. when they first had the baby... And they couldn't sleep. There was that space in the warehouse where they could go down and take a nap. And it was right above the place where Angela and Dwight used to bang it out. Yep. So they go to go up there. 
And there's actually somebody sleeping. So, like, Jim, like, literally falls down the metal fucking ladder <laughs> to get out of there. So now Holly goes back to Michael's office to collect some things that she left in there when they were cohabitating. And Michael office. gets amorous. Uh, yes, he's he like does. fucking Pepe Le Pew. Dude. <laughs> if Pepe Le Pew was a human, he'd be Michael Scott. <laughs> like that's all there is about it. God, you're right. Um, but and he thinks that she wants some loving, and Holly's mm. like actually upset that they made people uncomfortable. Yeah. And but Michael doesn't care, and he sees them as a cock block essentially. Mm-hmm. So Michael declares that he loves Holly, Oof. and she says it back to him. She's like, "Do you love love me, or do you love me like oh Holly? I love that girl." Yeah. And they both love love each other. So they go to kiss, but they don't, and they shake hands. And Michael is so excited, but he's like, "Yo, fuck this place." Yeah, he's like, "I hate the PDA policy." Yeah. And he, they go their separate ways. So now Aaron and Andy are in Ryan's office, the closet. Yeah. And there are glow in the dark stars all over, and then you see above the door frame it says "Eat at Hanks." So then Jim and Pam open the door and they pretend that they were looking for Ryan when Andy and Aaron run away and mm-hmm. Ryan pops up and he's like, oh, you guys were looking for me? <laughs> he's like, like excited that somebody yeah. cares. And he's like, uh, uh, no, no, we weren't. And he goes, oh, I, I get it. Yeah, just. He knows all about it. Yeah, he's like, just just put things back where you find it and text me when you're done. I'll be back here. <laughs> and then they like are immediately just like. Shamed. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. And then that's when they realize that the camera saw them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Which I love this little clip of them down the warehouse. Jim jumps into a box yeah, of with peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> and, like the packing peanuts. And then he's like, look, there's a lid. And Jim <laughs> just walks away. <laughs> that's so odd. Jim wants to crank Yo, it out, man. Drunk Jim is like probably my favorite thing ever. <laughs> So awesome. Um, so now, <laughs> Michael and Holly um, are now just being assholes about the yeah. PDA policy. Oh, yeah, they, they're being Like dicks. the sibling thing of, I'm not touching you, I'm yeah. not touching you. But they're doing that with their entire body. In front of everybody. Yeah, and everybody's like, yo, I didn't know that this could get e- like even grosser. <laughs> and Kevin's like, I know, it's so nasty. And he's like <laughs> sitting right in front of them like eating something. Yeah. So Gabe takes them back to his desk and he's like, listen, guys. You need to stop. And he's just like... And, like, Michael says something. He goes, listen, no one is a bigger fan of sexual touching than me. Hot image. Yeah, right? Could you imagine <laughs> that stick bug? <laughs> Bony fingers. <laughs> so then Gabe is like, listen, I can only think of three reasons why you guys are acting like this. One, you're taking MMDA. Street name? Ecstasy. Uh, two, you're trying to fit an entire relationship in before Toby comes back and Holly gets transferred back to Nashua. And that's when their faces drop and mm-hmm. they don't look at each other. <clears throat> or three, you're at an age where sexual climaxes aren't as powerful. So you need to enhance it with foreplay and taboo behavior. Taboo behavior. And um, they're both just, they know that it's number two, but they're like, it's that one. You're right, Gabe. It's number three. <laughs> yep. And just to try to get away from him, basically, because they don't want to confront the fact that she's going to go soon holly's gonna go back to bay and aj as soon as she gets back to nashua (laughs) a girl in every port for uh, holly (laughs) she's a sailor seriously so now michael is sad and he's thinking about her leaving again holly suggests long distance he's like we didn't even survive the ride last time Mm -hmm. so then let's see okay so Hank gives Aaron uh, the Aaron special, which is sparkling cider, and the next clue, which is looks for something in the break room. To quote, to quote Hank, there's a heart or some shit in the break room. They censor him. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Which I didn't realize. I saw the other day. Hank has been dead for like four years. The actor. Really? Yeah, I did not know the actor who played Hank oh, has I been didn't dead. Either. So R.I.P. Hank. 
Oh, sorry, Hank. That was sad. Sad little thing to throw in yeah, here. Thanks. I just found out the other day, and just I just kill my. Well, like, R.I.P. Vikram too, because Vikram died too this year. <laughs> That's not funny, but yes, you're right. All right, so anyway, um, la la la. Uh, Kevin. So, Michael... Okay. <laughs> Kevin and Daryl, yeah. Yeah. Kevin... Sorry, I'm trying to go through my notes. Kevin threw me off with the R.I.P. Vikram. Um, so and anyway, Hank. Michael <laughs> is trying to cheer Kevin up outside of the window, and Daryl's like, make your funny faces, Kevin. So <laughs> your Daryl impression. <laughs> my God. I don't know why. It just cracked me up. So, uh, why? Because he's abrasive? No. <laughs> just go. Anyway, Daryl's the man. Um, so let's see. Oh, so Kevin's making faces, and Daryl or Dwight charges in, pulls the shades down. He's like, "Stop doing that, you assholes!" Like, <laughs> yeah. and then he tries to calm Michael down, <clears throat> and then we see Aaron and Andy and Dwight. Or I'm sorry, Gabe put the cookie in the B nine slot. Yeah, heart shaped cookie. Yeah. So she gets in. She's like, "Oh, like benign, like a tumor." And goes, <laughs> Or be mine. <laughs> I love the tumor. She's so great. <laughs> so then, um, Aaron, like... Well, the, the, like, there's, there's an inscription on, on the cookie. Yeah. That's it says like, something about your Valentine's loves kiss. Day kiss. Yeah. And Aaron, like, tries to kiss Andy. Yeah, and he's and like... And he's, like, backs up and he's like, uh... Mm. And Gabe is right there and he, like, creepily throws her an air kiss. Yeah. Like, it's just And she catches it. Yeah. Doesn't put it on her lips, though. <laughs> so then, let's see. Michael tries to break up with Holly. Like yeah, this was random. This yeah. he just goes back there. He's like, I shouldn't be doing this on Valentine's Day, but we should break up. Yeah, and th- yeah, she puts her foot down. Yeah, and they decide that their future is should not be up to the company. They're going to make their future like yep. their decisions. Then they announce that they're <clears throat> moving in together after dating a week. <laughs> yep. So and, I, and while they're making their announcement, Pam and Jim enter the office, oh, all disheveled. Well, yeah, they they walk in and tie askew sweater. Up under. Uh, very awkwardly, they did it. They, and their talking head is just them, like, smiling. <laughs> but um, I do love, I forgot to say before, when they were doing um, the montage of the lid in the oh, box yeah, yeah. in the warehouse. Oh, when they're talking they're about. they're like, we have things that some people don't. We have a house with a bed and um, we have a, sex there. a couch. <laughs> and then Jim's like, and a shower. And Jim's like, oh, <gasps> yeah, oh she, my God. Yeah, she's like an old Christian woman who's like, how dare you? Don't but talk. I love how Jim's just like, oh, and a shower. <laughs> yeah, he's just so drunk. I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. So now everybody um, is giving like their last thoughts on what their perfect Valentine would be. And Dwight says that he would uh, be manning three phones to take in suckers trying to buy his reservations that he made last year. Mm-hmm. Kelly said a three-course meal to violinist to serenader. Um, Ryan said it's impressive that a man can do it one time a year, but it's even more impressive for a man to never do it. <laughs> and Kevin basically just like said like pizza, TV, and soda. And the moon. And the moon. <laughs> and that's it. That's well, no, we and Michael there. and Holly's <laughs> is... Oh, yeah. Sex. Yes. Sex. And Subliminal messaging. Sex. <laughs> what did you give this one, dude? I gave it a 3.5. Uh, right. It was um, lackluster, to put it mildly. Um, I think it was... I laughed more when we rehashed it just Yeah, now. when I was watching it, I wasn't into it. Yeah. I watched it twice. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, okay. Like, the cold open was great. Yes. Cold open was awesome. I kind of dug the <clears> stuff <throat> with um, Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. Michael and Holly, I'm, like, overdosed on. Dude, it was too it was too cringy. The yeah. Michael Holly stuff was way too much. Because like I don't know like 
Holly's a professional woman sometimes, and then there's other times when she's like literally female Michael. Yeah. And I'm like, I it's almost like the Michael Scott it's character where there's no consistency, yeah. and it's like, the fuck. Yeah, and she's an HR rep. Yeah. And she's making out in the middle of the <laughs> office. And then like, the Andy, I swear to God, it feel. I know it's only been like a season of it. <laughs> the Andy Dwight Aaron thing is just death. Gabe. Or who'd I say? Dwight. Oh, Andy. Or, yeah, Andy Aaron and Gabe. It's just like. Oh, it's killing you. Oh, uh, it is. It's like totally taking what, pieces of my soul. Because Gabe and Aaron have zero chemistry. Zero just chemistry. Like, just like Andy and Aaron have zero chemistry. They have. They like, make each other. They have stupider. a weird chemistry, but like it's just like I don't know, man. It just it's bothers me. It's not entertaining. It's yeah. like what it all comes down to. It's like I don't care. Yeah. And like at least I have. I, at least I care about other characters on the show. But like Andy, yeah. do like the thing is when they did the thing with like Andy's play. Or there was one he, we we did a few weeks ago where, oh, like um, when Michael went to see Donna's husband at the yeah. baseball game, where like Andy's not overbearing and he has a reason to exist and like he can be a voice of reason sometimes. Yep. But like when by making everything ma- making Ugh. everything about him being lonely and reserve like revolve around finding romance, it's just death for that character. Learning to cook for one. Yeah, like th- that character should not be having sex. I'm sorry. Like. <laughs> I think of Andy Bernard as asexual. Yeah, he doesn't have a penis. Yeah, so like everything that with Andy is just... He's basically a poor man's Michael Scott and it just doesn't work. Because that's like Michael's whole reason is like a socially awkward guy trying to find love. Yeah. And like they tried to do it with Andy, but it's like more inept and less funny. Yeah. That's basically the long short of it. And by putting him with Aaron, it doesn't help. Because <laughs> no. Aaron is fine on her own. Yeah. Like, a lot of times when I'm watching, I'm like, Aaron's fine. Like, like last episode with Dwight and Holly, and then, like, this one, like, going around. She has funny lines, and she delivers everything with, like, chipperness. Yeah. It's fine. But, like, the two of them together, ass. Yeah. No, I completely agree. So, this, this show was fine, 3.5, but, like, nothing special. I gave 3.4, so we're pretty much on the same page. Absolutely. So, anything else you want to talk about? Not on these episodes, dude. So, uh... But next... What do we got? We have episode 17, Threat Level Midnight. Can't wait. And episode 18, Todd Packer. I just want to say that I saw these two episodes pop up, <laughs> and I went, swing. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember everything about Threat Level Midnight. I remember it. Yeah. And I don't recall at all this Todd Packer episode, oh. so... It's going to be great. You guys are going to like it, I think. I think so. Uh, but yeah, so guys, that'll do it for this week. However, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. We follow us. We'll follow back. We're follow back whores. Woo! If you have longer form uh, criticism, content, <laughs> suggestions, Feedback. question, uh, you can reach out to us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. We'll read your shit on the show. We'll get back to you, whatever you want. And also, you can find us each and every week on any podcatcher app as well as the Jenny Position podcast feed where you can find us and other great shows every week and you should subscribe today to that and you'll thank us later absolutely so guys until next time we'll catch you all on down the road thanks guys